welcome to another Working Well Trust Bite Size podcast. Today's topic is discussing mental health in the workplace. Hi everyone, I'm joined by Brian today for another Bite Size podcast uh, and this time we're focusing on discussing mental health in the workplace um, and how this can happen, what the benefits are, what some disadvantages are um, and how you can go about having these conversations. Um, so Brian, thank you for coming on the podcast again. You're more than welcome. Hello, everybody. So uh, I think the way we'll start this is just to start with talking about why you would share any details about your mental health with a manager or a colleague, because I think this is something that a lot of people bring up, sort of what's the point? Why on earth would I would I do that? It's not any of their business. What benefit does it have for me? Um, so I think that's something that's really important to address straight off the bat oh yeah absolutely I've been I've been in that position myself let me tell you there's been many a times the way I've had that internal conversation do I should I say something do I say something can who do I say the thing I think one really important thing is to differentiate between a manager and your di- or your direct manager and your colleagues so you want to Uh, in my experience I found that you want to approach them as two separate entities if you will because on the one hand someone like your manager should really know about these about your mental health issues especially if it's something that has the potential to impact you on a day-to-day or um, or even if you are currently going through them at at that moment or if it's going to happen in the future certainly your manager your direct manager needs to know this because they are the ones who ultimately decide to whether to hire and fire you because god forbid if something happens to you and you have an episode a relapse or anything like that that impacts your work quite detrimentally then your manager is going to without having the full picture they're going to then be the ones to say look hey you've not kept up your end of the bargain here you're not working well you're not doing the job that we hired you to do we're going to have to let you go now if that's through no fault of your own but because of your mental health how how is anyone going to expect to to take that into account or to give you the space and the time that you need to recover or to deal with something if they don't have the full picture. So when it comes to your manager, especially, not not so much your supervisor, but definitely your manager needs to know. So there's many ways around you can you can broach that subject with them, but they certainly need to know. Um, Whereas your other colleagues, that's more about you. You know, your pers- that's, a, that's a personal relationship. The, the friendships you make at work, you know, and whether you feel comfortable with someone, no one can tell you and no one can ask you straight off the bat. In the same way, you wouldn't just go up to some random person in the street and say, oh, hi, I'm so-and-so and I've got X, Y and Z. You know, it's it's all about your own comfort levels, I think, on that that point. If you if you want to be as open, then that by all means do so. And you can you can raise that in many different ways. Many people do it over like a get to know you drinks or over lunch sometime. You go out for lunch and stuff and you start talking about things. 
managers. I personally, I found that when you've had that sort of interview, that um, sort of at the start, you've offered the job, they say, and you get asked that question, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? So you could just throw it in there and you could just be like, um, well, there is one thing I wanted to mention and just just be as truthful as you want. So in my case, for instance, I'm happy to share this with all you listeners. I I have bipolar disorder. So with work, I I say that. I say there's one thing you should need to know is uh, I suffer from bipolar. Now, it's completely under control and I manage it fairly well. I don't envision it affecting my job in any way, but I just felt that it would be really prudent for you to know that god forbid if something does happen um i know my coping mechanisms i know my triggers but i just thought it'd be something that you needed to know that's it in the same way if you was sick or you broke an arm or you fell down the stairs you broke your leg you know just if you treat it as as matter of fact like that then it just takes off takes off that sort of the pressure and the anxiety of it and the the um the stress i guess what how, what do you think charlotte how do you, what do you do you feel do you feel the same yes right i think you've brought up um a couple of really important points here uh, especially making the distinction between sharing uh details of your mental health with a manager versus sharing details of your mental health with a colleague because they do have very different benefits and I think it's sort of formal versus informal benefits in a lot of ways because uh, when you share with your manager um, actually once you've done when you're employed and if you share a mental health diagnosis or details about your mental health with your line manager um, you are actually at this point protected by the Equality Act um, so you cannot be discriminated against because of your mental health. Um, and it also means that you can negotiate what they call reasonable adjustment. Um, and this is actually one of the key things that means uh, sharing details about your mental health can be really vital for your well-being, especially if you are someone who um, is in treatment for their mental health. Um, whatever form that takes, but especially if it's, you know, therapy or if you're on medication that makes you very sleepy. Um, um, for example, you find it really difficult to get into work at 9am start. Um, a reasonable adjustment in those situations would be having a Wednesday afternoon off to go to therapy or, you know, an hour on one day to go to therapy or it could be um, starting later and finishing later because of your medication changing how you function. Um, so I think that's a really important point in terms of the, the way you talked about there being a difference between sharing with your manager and sharing with a colleague, because your manager can give you those sort of negotiations, whereas a colleague, it's much more for yourself and, you know, maybe just for a bit of moral backup, um, bit of moral support in the workplace sharing with a colleague uh so I think that was a really important distinction that you made there and I completely agree in terms of sort of how you can talk to get that conversation going um especially with your manager 
um, I've quite often found the easiest way that people can go about this is once they start during your induction to say, um, there's one particular thing I'd like to discuss with you. I have X diagnosis or I have a mental health condition. You don't necessarily have to share your diagnosis. That's private information about you. Um, and you can say, because of this, uh, I need to have uh, Wednesday, four o'clock to five o'clock free or I need to have um, later starts and later finishes, or, you know, I need to take five minute breaks of hours just to make sure I'm not getting overwhelmed. Um, and that way, if you're sort of, if you present it in a very open way and present it with your solutions as well, with your coping mechanisms, so they know you know, this is this is you telling them how you're going to do the best job and what they need to do to allow you to do that, uh, which is which is their job as your manager. Um, so, I, yeah, I think uh, I think it's really good to have made that distinction between between manager and colleague. The thing that sort of I think it's sadly very important to cover because it does happen is, you know, what what you can do if you've explained your mental health to your manager um or or to a colleague even um and they don't they don't get where you're coming from they're they're a bit judgmental or they say oh well i don't think you should be having um time off for therapy or you know um well surely it just means you can't do the job as well things like that so how to combat that sort of stigma negative reaction that sadly rarely happens but does still happen yeah unfortunately you're absolutely right there charlotte it does still happen and i think a lot of that is to do with personal people's personal ignorance on a subject it's kind of like that thing you know where i'm i guess we've all been guilty of it once or twice in the past where we think oh we know of it but oh it's, it's never going to happen to me or it's never going to happen to people i know and i think that's the thing isn't it it's when something when, when when you personally haven't experienced it or you don't know anybody who has personally experienced it kind of comprehending something like a mental health diagnosis can become quite complex because people auto might automatically think oh I don't want to say anything because I don't know the right thing to say or I don't want to um, misunderstand it and I don't want to like kind of belittle someone in any way or make light of their situation and inevitably they what they they end up doing exactly that by trying to bury them their heads in the sand be like no 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 no, I don't want to know I don't want to know and be optimistic here give people the benefit of that I'm sure eight out of ten of them don't mean to do it but like you said Charlotte there are a few people who do now as to the best ways to kind of work around that, I think patience, patience is, well, patience is a virtue for a reason, I guess. Um, think of it like this, right? When we, in our day-to-day -day lives, right, we come across children, don't we? Whether it's your own children, your nieces, your nephews, your cousins, and inevitably we're always, we're all asked that one question, you know whatever that question may be and it'd be like oh how does this work or why does that happen or what's this mean or what's that mean and 
we kind of get that sort of deer in a headlights type of reaction. Do you know what I mean? Um, and w- when it comes to mental health, I think the best way to deal with it is to break it down like you would explain it to a child. You know, you, so again, if I may use my own personal experience here of being bipolar, I had a job where someone didn't quite understand that and they was using the old term of manic depressive and now we know after many years of researching things it's not exactly like that so it's why what you did what I did is I broke it down I I discussed it as as simplistically as possible and in in that way it's about me trying to be be patient and not get frustrated that someone doesn't understand me or where I'm coming from but rather use that opportunity to to educate because you may then be able to educate that one person and then they may be able to go away and and forward that on to someone else and on to someone else and before you know it you've reached a massive audience of people gaining this new level of understanding I think that's that's such a good point and it's a really it's a really good way of approaching it in terms of taking an opportunity if you can to educate someone rather than to sort of react uh, emotionally to what they're saying which can be it can be very challenging if someone is being rude about something that's very personal to you or isn't isn't understanding when you feel they should um and i think sort of to add to what you've said uh, another strategy that can be really good to use is to have a couple of facts at your disposal when this kind of stuff comes up so if someone sort of reacts uh, a bit skeptical as to why you might need time off or um if your manager's sort of not being very understanding or feel you feel like they're feeling like they're being judgmental you can say things like well this is a very common problem actually one in four people in their lifetime will experience difficulties with their mental health I will not be the first person who you have managed who has had a mental health difficulty nor will I be the last so I think normalizing it and making people realize it's not it is important and it needs to be addressed but it's not this sort of you know mystical thing of ooh, mental health that changes everything it's not people just need to use different methods to cope and I think sort of putting that out there and saying look all I'm doing is explaining to you exactly how I can do the best job and sort of taking away that ability to misunderstand what's going on can be really important absolutely and especially with the manager as well you know one thing that I found is like just try and make it as simple as possible Completely. And I think that's actually a lot of what we've said today uh, has actually boiled down to is that it's so important when you're having these conversations to just make it clear that it's it's not difficult to understand, even if you haven't been through it. It's not this completely strange thing that you can't possibly understand if you haven't experienced it. It's It's very easy if it's broken down. And although, you know, it's, it is difficult to have these conversations, they can be really beneficial to you. And I also think it's just worth us uh, pointing out at this point that despite everything we've said, you know, even if there are advantages, if you do not want to share your mental health in the workplace, 
you don't have to it's it's your mental health it's up to you it's your decision um and if if you're still on the fence about it after listening to this uh that's something you can take the time to consider um and make your own informed decision on uh, and actually Brian has found some really great resources if you want to read further about this uh, and they'll be in the link to this episode um all right Brian thank you so much for coming on the podcast again and sharing your experience of this it's a really important topic so it's been really valuable having you here thank you very much Thank you for listening to another Working Well Trust Bite Size podcast. The links to more information will be in the description of this episode. And if you're a client of Working Well Trust who has any more questions about what's been discussed in this podcast, please get in touch with your employment specialist because they'll be able to give you more information about this and have a more in-depth conversation. Thank you very much and see you next month. (music) Thank <music> you.